everyone to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. Apologies for the late start. Apologies for, I believe we might have had multiple starts. To be honest, I'm not even really sure how much of this you've seen as Andy and I are talking in the background. Had a guest who's going to join us today to talk Gold Cup. Wasn't feeling so good. So it's just you and me, Andy. we got to figure this out. Yeah, the Gold Cup not only sucks because it's the like the third or fourth best international competition, but I've kind of not been following along as well. And not only that, I'm a little confused because I had somebody else who bet soccer, betting soccer, and he's like, I'm taking Mexico at 800. I'm like, yeah, buddy, you ain't getting that number. What are you talking about? He's like, no, it's for the Olympics. So I don't even, like, I feel like I need to dive in on this and figure out how these teams are even putting out, like, and I guess it's it's only a certain amount of teams that are playing in the Gold Cup and the Olympics. You'd have to be either in, you know, the Americas or the Middle East for one of these teams, I suppose. But, yeah, it's uh, the fact that they're splitting up teams. And, yeah, Mexico is alive in the Gold Cup and the Olympics. Looking for the rare Gold Cup Olympics double. I don't think that's actually going to happen now that we looked at the brackets. But, yeah, tonight a couple of soccer matches over here in America – with uh, Mexico taking on Canada and the U.S. taking on Qatar, as is the, the the four major powers of North American soccer have made it this far. Our red, white, and blue boys, the, I don't know, does Mexico have a cool nickname for their soccer team? Like, we learned all the cool nicknames during the Euros. Probably do. I mean, El Tri, thank you, Dan. El, it looks like El Tri. That's how the, we would say it in America. But El Tri, I don't know, three colors on the flag with the snake getting yeah. eaten by the eagle kind of a cool flag and then canada they don't everybody in the chat had it too thank you i knew it had i knew it had a nickname i just couldn't get it together um and then canada i don't think they have a nickname just america's hat good job they're probably not getting as much respect as they could although mexico is very good Qatar, i know a lot of people who have backed Qatar to advance or Qatar to really? at least on the on the handicap, they're kind of a good team. Like a lot of the uh, people I talk to that are actually paying attention to this say, like it's not the shoe in that America's in the finals here. So we uh, we might be staying away from that match altogether. Um, yeah, I don't have strong feelings on this. Yeah. Okay. It's... Yeah. So I I think Mexico was roughly even-ish to lift the cup right now. So they're kind of a heavy favorite. I mean, you can see they're minus 175 on the three-way here. Like they're They're probably going to advance. It'll be, you know, probably a minus 125 on the three-way, no matter who they get in the final, especially if it's guitar. If it's guitar, there might be some value there taking them plus one and a half again, but that is on tonight, but I will be watching golf. I'm straight up ready to do this again. I went to the county fair last night, didn't ride on anything cool because I'm too old for that stuff. I feel like hot garbage because I ate like <laughs> cheese. Like when you're when you're suffering. How many deep like, fried things did you eat? Everything, all of it. I bought an eight dollar <laughs> corn dog. So we got mm-hmm. a, a yeah. There was an eight dollar corn dog. I love um, corn dog. It was it was okay. Like cheese curds. Actually, nachos aren't nachos aren't. Uh, deep fried, but I did have nachos with a shitload of jalapenos. So a little bit of heartburn, Mm -hmm. not feeling great this morning, but it was cool. Like we got home from the fair and Dan and I were discussing this off the air. It was, it's silly how low the bar has been set for golf coverage just in general. Cause I, I was watching on the golf channel last night, the Olympic golf. And I'm like, Oh, this is pretty good. 
And I realized, like, I'm like thinking, I'm like, what is making this good coverage? And essentially, it's they were showing shots of golf. They were showing players do golf. Like, that's how low the bar has been set for golf coverage. Essentially, just putting golf on and not doing these 10-minute, you know, uh, filler stories constantly. Yeah, people in chairs been, talking about golf. Yeah, it's it's been great. So I'm going to enjoy that again tonight. And I do have a couple. This is the nice, you know, you know we always complain about the timing for tennis. It's like, well, tennis is happening right now because it's in Europe and it's hard to get plays. Sometimes you've even gone as far as saying, like, I will make this play once the lines come out if it falls in this range. <laughs> because yeah, and th- that's a big part of handicapping, knowing where you're, you know, having your lines set ahead of time. Um, a couple of guys I am looking to back today lined up with some people I'm not afraid of fade, which worked out. So the time, and that's where I was going with that point. The timing is good because we're gonna get to the point where the golf has been over for hours and it doesn't start for like another seven hours right in the tweener stage during the show here. So Paul Casey guy, I'm going to be back in. He looked great yesterday. Matsuyama, his putting wasn't uh, where I, if he's going to do the thing where he's not putting well, like he's just not going to play well. He, and this That's is how he's going. He, he either puts terribly or just has a hot weekend. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're going to have putts terribly. And there's a few other parts of his game that weren't, really up to snuff where he's played in the past where he's played when he won a major championship so getting minus 115 on paul casey i know a ton of people that live overnight this morning took casey to win the tournament at you know 10 12 15 to 1 so paul casey playing very well over there at the olympics and then victor hovland this is a little more juice rory doesn't look right i'm not i'm not looking for rory to do much of anything if you remember before the olympics started he was not excited to go. Like he gave the worst interview. You think the Aaron Rodgers interview from yesterday was him not just, you know, not giving a bleep? Like Rory, they asked him, but he's like, Yeah, I don't really want to go, but I'll go. And he's like, What else are you gonna do? I'll play some golf that weekend. And yeah, I'm excited. No, he even said I'm not even really a patriotic guy. He said those words out loud. So he's not excited about uh you know, doing this for, for Ireland or anything like that. So Hovland, I like him here. I've taken him in a couple other spots. Hovland over McElroy minus 129 and Paul Casey over Matsuyama minus 115. All the, you know, the worst part about hitting a three ball. And I did hit a three ball yesterday is that you want to hit other three balls. So like I'm scouring yeah. the three balls. It's just like anything you hit a long parlay or you place like 10 the next week. So I, I can't believe I didn't play a three ball today, but all of them were just tight. Like there was one. Time. With, yeah. There's one with Casey and Matsuyama in it. I just didn't like the odds. The number wasn't quite there for me. So uh, it, yeah, if you really wanted to get to Jen on it, you could go with the uh, Paul Casey. I think he's plus plus one sixty five with uh, no, it was Neiman and Thomas. Thomas really, really struggled with the putter yesterday. I don't know if that'll continue. I think he actually gets that right. So no play on that one for me. And, yeah, just taking it easy. Taking it easy with these two. Nice and smooth. We do. There is something happening tonight, Andy. You know what's happening tonight? The We've women's final? about it for about a week now. Uh, the women's final is tonight. Unfortunately, Atlanta Rybakina blew yeah. it. Blew it pretty darn hard. Um, I was not up watching this, but got a full report from my buddy, um, Zane. He was telling me that like her live line was, uh, a very, very deep number. And, uh, well, let's move on. Let's move on to something that's a little more fun. We've got the yeah. NBA draft tonight, Andy. 
and we bet a bunch of stuff. And I thought it would be good here to kind of go back through everything, kind of show everybody where we are, start to look at that. And we can start to get a feeling of hopefully how our night's going to go. And I did actually even find one more pick, as surprising as that might be. Um, so what you got here up on the screen, I figured it would be good for everybody to look at. On the left is what we bet. I felt we had like more than this. It feels like I have oh, more than this. Oh, there's a whole other screen. Don't okay, you worry. Okay, okay. So these are just the over-unders. We've got some matchups and a few other things, but put all the over-unders here on one screen. And as you start to look down here, you can see the current price. And then over to the right, you know, your average mock position, the min, the max. And for those of you that haven't done grade school math in a while, the mode is the most frequent number in the sample size. So if we're looking at Kai Jones here, unfortunately not the best start. We took him under 14 and a half at minus 150. You can get that as cheap as minus 120 right now. His average position in mocks at this point looks like it's about 15. He's as low as 11, as high as 21. And most people have him at 12. So I think we're actually okay in, okay, in an okay spot there. Just don't like that the market hasn't followed us. As you start to look down, though, we've got some other favorite, favorable moves here. Kispert, we've got about a half a pick value on there. Unfortunately, Mobley number two is no good, but... Then things start to get a little bit better. We went Garuba over 16 and a half. He's 17 and a half. Mann over 23 and a half. He's 25. Franz Wagner, again, we're in good shape here. I think we have a Very real shot of him going ninth, so we can hit that middle there. Jared Butler, this is one where when I went back and looked, it's under 23. There have been some whispers about some medical issues, and I'm going to wait and go back and see. If you're kind of nervous about this or you, maybe you put a little too much on this prop, I wouldn't hesitate against telling you to maybe take it over 23 or over 24 if you have it out there. Again, just some whispers that a few teams have started to talk about some medical issues with him, but still feel good there. Uh, Murphy, one of our better ones here, under 20 and a half. It's down to 16 and a half. Cameron Thomas, 23 and a half, down to 21. Cooper, over 20 and a half, up to 23 and a half. Primo, 23 and a half, all the way up to 27 and a half. Jackson, we bet yesterday at over 18, all the way up to 20 and a half. And this last one is brand new, Andy. I even found a new one this morning. Jaden Springer over 22 and a half. Um, as you start to go back and look through some mocks, somebody did share one with me that he was at 21, but everywhere else I look, he's 26, 27, kind of in that high range. So over 22 and a half looks pretty good to me there. Again, you know, if you don't have these, there's a few you can still get on. Again, try to look at the chart there and try to stick to the ones that are pretty close to our number. There are a few out there. Now I've got our matchups. These ones are a little bit different because um, most of them are off the board, as you can yeah. see. Um, got a better number on the couple that are around. If you start to compare the averages, we're in pretty good shape on uh, just about all of them, except for uh, Mr. Johnson here over Mr. Book Knight. That one is, is almost certainly going to be very, 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 very dead. Well, we got a plus number. You're not going to lose any juice. And really, outside of like the, the two Trey Man fades plus the Trey Man prop, like those are good. I'm excited about the Trey Man fade. We're pretty good. And then wanted to review again. We've got that top four, the superfecta that we put in. Um, Eight to one. And that one again is Cunningham, Green, Mobley. And really, it's a bet on Scotty Barnes to go fourth. Yep. He is popping in and out of fourth, sliding to fifth at some spots. It's hard to tell because we're at the day of. And the day of is when, yes, you have the most information, but this is when teams really start to get smoke screening. This is when stuff starts to float out. We don't know if it's true. We don't know if it's not. So I'm hoping. Barnes sliding to five is kind of a smoke screen for what Toronto might want to do at four or something like that. We'll see how it goes. You know, as you can look at the little table below, one, two, three is locked up. You know, if you're going to go in tonight, 
go ahead, find some one, two, threes. I mean, if, if you get those three exact order, I'm pretty sure that's not minus 200 anywhere, but I would play that, honestly, even up to that juice. Um, it just seems like that is the absolute cemented top three. And then we just got to get lucky, Andy. If Barnes goes four, we're having ourselves a good night. So that's everything we've bet. Again, go back through, take a look. If you missed on any of them, try not to stray too far. Um, luckily, we got ahead of some numbers here, but there's still a few you can go back and pick off. And, you know, feel free to DM me or anything if you have any questions at underscore noobs on Twitter. I'll be happy to talk to you guys about that stuff. But, again, I think we're in, uh, we're in okay shape here. Yeah, there is one question over there in the chat, but uh, I'm trying to read it. Duarte. Yeah, at what point do we take a Duarte over? Again, I think that all the stuff we're hearing on him sliding back, I don't know if it's smokescreen stuff. I don't really know what's going on there. That's been a tough read. I don't think that I'm going to take the over there. There's a few teams that seem really high on him that are kind of, um, you know, in that, in the lottery at this point, I think his number again, going off the top of my head is right around 15, 15 and a half. So, um, you know, I'd stay away from that over, you know, if it does for some reason, drop down to 13, 14, maybe, but I've heard a couple teams that, that kind of like him and uh, fancy him there in the, in the lottery position. So I'm staying away from that one, even though he is sliding. Yeah. And really like we said this in the, we said this in the, the chat, the, the specific uh, draft chat got thrown draft together chat, with yeah. some people. And somebody said, like, now that we're at this last 48 hours, like, and it's the same with the NFL draft. Once you get to, like, the three- or two-day mark where they're, you're getting right down to it, like, the only bets I'm placing anymore are, hey, this is a legitimate source with legitimate inside information, and I'm making a bet completely based off that. Like at that point, stuff is solidified, the market, these are smaller limit markets, but even at that point, enough money has come into them, enough information's been fed into them, and they've moved kind of where a lot of them are unbettable at that point. So like these last 48 hours, there's not much, I'm I'm not saying don't add at all, but there's not a ton to add. A lot of this work gets done in the, the two week lead up to it, so take it easy on stuff, you know, these last couple of days, unless you're just, you know, goofing around with a couple of super effectives or yeah. you, you really, really have a strong take that the market's wrong and something Same, you know, same with the NFL draft. So, I mean, we're kind of at the point and yeah, the draft starts in like eight hours. It'll be, it'll be exciting to watch. Hopefully we can get some of these home. We'll do, we'll, we'll do an update tomorrow. We're going to have Frank on tomorrow talking <laughs> some baseball, but we'll, we'll do a quick recap of how we did. And then, uh, did you have a quick just before we talk uh, tumblers? Do you, did you are you going to look at the Benchich uh, Vanderosa final at all? I looked at it. You know, I thought about maybe an over Benchich plus money was pretty appealing to me, but I've had a really bad read on her. Um, you know, if you followed my outright, she beat three of them. So <laughs> I'm not sure that I'm going to flip totally backwards here and back her in the final. You know, if I had to pick somebody, give me Benchich. Benchich 2-1 is probably a fun bet if you're up and that's on and you're looking for a little bit of action. I, I think that'll be a good bet. Should be an over. I like Benchich to win the match, but nothing for me betting-wise. Yeah, and the, men, the men's semis are tonight, too, I believe. One of them's, you know, like a minus 600 favorite, Joker versus Zverev. Although it is, it is Zverev in best Zverev of could beat him. It's in best of three. Best of five is kind of his uh, – his kryptonite. I'm not, I, I want no part of that one anyway, but I, I think probably have a pass. Varev has beaten him, I think, twice before in best of three. Yeah, like you, you take a big number on that. That doesn't feel awful. I am going to bet uh, uh, Hatchinoff, though, in the other semi. 
for no other reason than Kelly took him and it moved the number moved against him already by a, a penny. <laughs> or maybe maybe I just got a better line though. But yeah, hatching off plus one eighteen for a little bit of overnight tennis. I won't be watching that one, but I'm gonna take that money line over Pablo Carena Busta. And then yeah, the women's one. I'm not getting involved in that unless somebody really talks me into it. And like I said, it is Tumblr time. A few more days left on the Tumblr giveaway. You can watch or you can sign up for WinBet account if you're in one of the states that lets you do that. And you can still get a Yeti Tumblr. All you need to do is use that risk-free bet and send us a screenshot of your risk-free bet over to AdBetSperts. All the details are over there. The links are in the pin tweet at Brown Bag Bets. Thanks for joining. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And good luck on your draft bets tonight, everybody, especially you, Alex. Let's do it. Come on. Because especially you, because I bet happy you're Happy recap tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs>